Welcome back to Yang Daily. I'll be your host, Alex Cheney, bringing you all the Yang news you need to live your life right. Apologies for the delay. I was having a really rough time thinking yesterday. I also want to clarify that even though the episodes aren't currently daily, I'm not leaving out news from the days in between. I am still tracking everything, and you can still catch the full coverage on my Twitter account, including things that don't make it into the podcast. These episodes will have all the most important items, including what happened between episodes, to the best of my ability. That said, we've got a lot of stories to cover today. Let's get started. Quick shout out to our tier 3 patrons, Shay Meehan and Nathan Stankowski, as well as all our other patrons. You keep us all informed and engaged. If any of you out there want to join these advocates of humanity first and independent journalism, head on over to patreon.com slash yangdaily. It would only take a couple of bucks a month from each listener to keep this podcast and community going and growing into the future. Now on to the news. Let's begin with an update on the New York City mayoral race. The winner will not be known until absentee ballots are finished on July 12th, but preliminary results have Garcia, Wiley, and Adams in a surprise dead heat. Currently, Garcia is beating out Wiley in the second-to-last round by an incredibly small 0.1%, followed by Adams beating Garcia in the final round by 2.2%. 16,000 votes separate Adams from Garcia, meaning the 120,000 absentee ballots we are waiting on could potentially topple Adams. They could, even more easily, change it to an Adams versus Wiley final round. It's gonna be a photo finish. Also, good news for ranked choice voting. A poll since the election found that 77% of voters want to use RCB again. 83% ranked more than one candidate, and, counter to the claims of anti-RCB propagandists, 95% of voters found it easy to understand and use. We are currently witnessing why it's so important. With plurality voting, Adams would have won by a wide margin, and we would have never known that voters were essentially split on whether they would prefer Adams over Garcia or Wiley. Biden has announced that he will be raising the pay of federal firefighters to at least $15 an hour. The most surprising part of this is that people are risking their lives to save others on a regular basis while making less than $15 an hour, or that anyone would think $15 is enough. Our labor market is seriously screwed. Biden expressed similar sentiments. At least we are moving in the right direction. On that note, Progressive Think Tank's Data for Progress and Groundwork Collaborative are launching what they call a war room to promote the permanent extension of the Enhanced Child Tax Credit. The campaign, which they call Fighting Chance for Families, will tout polling and studies about the child allowance, arguing that it is both a political and policy win for Democrats and Biden. Quote, Democrats need to pursue policies that enact transformative change and are popular with voters and the child tax credit is exactly that. Fighting Chance for Families will urge lawmakers to seize the opportunities afforded by the current political moment to push for this landmark policy to be made permanent. End quote. Happy to see it. The reduced conditionality that the expanded CTC represents is definitely a big movement in the right direction. We are finally seeing some manner of consequence for the trading debacle that resulted in Robinhood and other brokerages restricting the ability of their clients to trade stock, but it's not specifically for their preventing trades of meme stocks. FINRA, a regulatory agency that oversees brokerages, has fined Robinhood $57 million and ordered them to pay nearly $13 million in restitution for thousands of clients in the largest FINRA penalty yet. The punishments are for the app going dark for so long, 
or reckless approval of options trading and for misleading customers about margin trading. Still waiting on regulatory changes that would prevent the overshorting that caused the entire thing. A month-old online poll of 5,000 people age 18 to 64 conducted by job seeker site Indeed.com has provided some data that back up our earlier discussion of the labor shortage. The survey found that only 10% of the currently unemployed in their sample are urgently seeking employment. More importantly, it asked why finding a job is a less immediate concern and found that 10% cite unemployment insurance, 19% cite childcare, and 24% cite COVID. Another 41% are financially stable enough without UI payments that they feel no rush for more income. As we expected, UI is a very small factor, just 10%. Cutting UI will hurt poor families while doing little to boost employment. Childcare and fear of COVID are the juggernauts. Having a financial cushion also accounted for 20% of the 41% who were stable. Stimulus will have contributed somewhat to those savings, though it's not clear how much. Ultimately, of course, it would be great to get to the point where no one feels panicked about employment because we all have our survival needs covered by a UBI. Speaking of, Santa Monica's mayor, Sue Himmelrich, has joined Mayors for a Guaranteed Income. I didn't see any announcement of a basic income pilot for the city yet, but she's working on it. Welcome to the team, Sue. And if you live in Cambridge, Massachusetts, there's one day left to apply for the 18-month, $500 a month basic income pilot for caretakers. To participate, you must be a single caretaker of a child under the age of 18 with annual income less than 80% of the city's median by family size. For example, $71,000 for a household of one or $101,000 for a family of four. And of course, a resident of Cambridge. Cambridge Rise is funded by a wide collection of private donors. The application deadline is midnight tomorrow, July 2nd. Finally, Fund for Humanity has launched a new petition for a federal permanent $1,000 a month UBI. If you haven't signed it yet, take a moment to add your name at the link below. MarketWatch even wrote an article about it, and it was also recently Giselle Huff's birthday, so be sure to let her know how much you appreciate her tireless advocacy for UBI. And that'll do it for today's Yang Daily. Bookmark and share the CTC War Room, the unemployment poll, Sue joining MGI, the Cambridge pilot, and the UBI petition, flood Congress with calls, tweets, faxes, and letters using the resist bot or income movement easy contacts below. If you need help, consult Humanity Forward, the Income Movement Aid Database, the Mission Asset Fund, or United Way. And don't forget to Yang Daily.